You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. What's up, y'all? Hello, hello. We feel kind of weird because we're recording this the day before we normally recording it. We yeah. normally record. It's currently Tuesday. It's Tuesday, which is just it's throwing me off pretty it's big time. Me off. Yeah, we're weird right now. But it's um, all because of my eye doctor appointment tomorrow morning. We had to throw everything off, uh, so it's my fault. Chelsea's Sorry. eyes. I mean, am I right? <laughs> the worst. Um, but we do have an awesome guest coming on this podcast, um, Summer Lambert, who is hands down probably one of the funniest people <laughs> on planet Earth. Um, as well as, um, has the most epic Instagram stories of all time. Oh my gosh. I, did you see hers last night about the Met Gala? I was cracking up. Oh my gosh. She went through and like, sorry for my dog barking in the background. She went through and like, she like gave titles to to every look at the Met Gala. (laughs) The, the frosted mini wheat one (laughs) had me on the floor. Anyways, you all have no idea what we're talking about, but um, Summer Lambert's going to be on tomorrow, and she's actually, like, really professional at, or not professional, but um, aware and educated on Enneagrams, so I know a lot of y'all have reached out to us about um, talking about Enneagrams and our numbers and what it means, so sorry about my dog. (laughs) So we're going to get her on it to explain it better, because we're clueless. Yeah. Why not have um, someone on that knows more so that we don't have to do extra work by looking into it? Exactly. Like, so I'm going <laughs> to save us some time. I'm about it. And plus, she's hilarious. So I can't wait to see so what funny. happens with this. So funny. Okay. Um, well, should we read our review of the week? Let's do it. You read. Okay. This one's from, girl, you didn't even try and put a name. AAT91096. Maybe initials? Initials. I'm, I'm assuming it's initials. Birthday. Sorry, just talking to my dog. Okay, this one is subjected midweek pick-me-up, and it says, I saw this podcast on my friend's Instagram in February, but just hadn't thought about listening until I saw an episode about health and body image. Basically the two things that I'm passionate about but struggle with on a daily basis. For each girl. Knowing that I'm not alone and feeling feeling like every week I'm having a conversation with close friends is the highlight of my Wednesdays. I can't wait to see where this podcast goes in the future, and I just know that you are impacting me and so many women on a daily basis with your kind, wise, and encouraging words. Thank you for creating this podcast and allowing yourselves to be vulnerable with listeners. You both are beautifully and wonderfully made. Keep it up. Hashtag shameless living. P.S. This phrase is going to be my new tattoo, which I'll DM a picture of when I get it. I mean... AT91096. The fact that you're getting that tattooed on you makes me want to get it tattooed on me. I'm surprised you haven't yet. That's your tagline. I know. I was thinking about getting shameless right here. Y'all can't see where I'm pointing, but it's somewhere on my arm. Across the forearm. Yeah. Um, Or like on the back right there. Old people think it's the TV show, Shameless. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) It's just fine. I mean, I still like it. I think it would be. All right, cool. Well, AAT, if you get it, I'll get it. How about that? She said yes. Okay, cool. Well, she said she's going to DM us a picture, so yeah. I'm pretty Pixar ain't real. about that. Yeah. Right? Pixar ain't real. I still have zero tattoos, so that I don't I don't know yet. 
I would have to think about it. I know I like it. Have I seen it in person yet? No. I got a new tattoo on Friday. Which, speaking of, let's go into our hobbies and copies. Yeah, let's I've, just get right into it. You got to go soon. I've got to go soon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I have some really great hobbies. One, I got a tattoo. It's a dandelion, which, if you follow me on Instagram, I posted the reasoning behind it. But basically, the dandelion is starts off as like a really kind of gross, ordinary, ugly weed. Um, which symbolizes my eating disorder. And then it grows into this beautiful flower that actually is a symbol for like making wishes and dreams come true. And so what was once really kind of ugly in my eating disorder has now turned into something that I think is beautiful that God is using to um, make not only my dreams come true, but also encourage other women. So that's my tattoo. Also, it was me and Michael's first anniversary this weekend. And we really haven't spent a ton of, like, one-on-one time together because hashtag life. Um, But we did a little staycation in downtown Wilmington this weekend, and it was just really good. talked about the past year and how awesome it was and, like, things we want to do in this next year. Prayed over some, like, dreams and um, things that we want for our family in the future. And then just, like, ate really good food and drank really good drinks and ate our cake. (laughs) <laughs> which was actually that. really good i was cracking up with the the story of michael. michael was just about to die he had, <laughs> y'all he has type 1 diabetes and he was like nomming he had the whole cake in his lap in the bed i was nomming on this cake so it good. was so good um, um that bakery is delicious so good um and then i honestly don't really have a ton of crappies my biggest crappy is probably i'm leaving axis fitness um which has been like my uh, fitness family for the last three years and I loved it there but I've just gotten a cool new opportunity to train elsewhere at Matt Skelly training um, and just pursue soul more and so the crappy is just leaving um, my clients and um, and the trainers at Axis Fan because we had a good run you know three years and so that's kind of really sad but it's exciting to to think about what the future could be so happy and a crappy sure. all in one so true what about you boopo um crappy i don't have a ton either but yesterday i was just in one of those weird moods like woke up in a weird mood for no reason and Mm -hmm. was like stuck in it yeah i know if you ever have a day like that where you're just like what the heck like why am i so bothered by everything today i just was and so i ended up working out really nicely because i had to um teach a couple classes in the afternoon and by the last class I was just like oh I'm so tired like I don't really feel like doing anything and it turned out that the two girls well two people showed up that wanted to take the yin like relaxing class Mm -hmm. and they couldn't get in because it was full and they didn't realize it and so they're like oh we're we're just not in the mood to take fit flow which is like a high intensity class that I'm usually teach at six o'clock and I was like, well, if it's just you two and you didn't get into yin and you want to come and we can just do our own thing and just chill out and do like nice. myofascial work and deep stretching and whatever, then let's just do that. Sweet. And they were like, yeah, that sounds great. And so I didn't have to like use so much energy that I didn't have. Yeah. At night. I was totally. able to just like chill out with them. We did a lot of like lacrosse ball and foam rolling work and just deep stretching and a nice long like relaxing stretch you know that's good because that's so that what you so both nice. needed yeah we all needed it and they're like thank you so much for being flexible I was like no thank you for being on the same page as me <laughs> thank today you so like, much. that was perfect 
Um, so anyway, that was the crappie again, turned happy. And then happy, I had two weddings this weekend, which was crazy. Like doing a 10 hour wedding day in Raleigh and then having to get up the next morning and drive to Wilmington for a second one was like insane. Um, That's just a lot. Yeah, it was worth it. Like beautiful, so much fun, gorgeous days. Um, but definitely I was exhausted. I slept so late the next day. You um, know you love being a photographer when you say that two wedding days in a row is your I happy. Know. I know. But it was, it was. Like, it was a really good day. I got to shoot with one of my good friends in Raleigh that I don't get to see that often. She came and was my second shooter, and we just had a great time. Um, Becca. Yeah, I saw, saw it on Instagram. Yeah. And I then, um, And then Sunday, Jordan and I just had, like, a really nice day together and went to the beach and cooked some dinner together. We took tequila shots. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. <laughs> Your Instagram story got me so good. He was like, we were all sitting on the beach and he was like, oh, it's Cinco de Mayo. Like we should go. We still have that bottle of tequila at home. You want to go have some? I was like, Meh. I mean, not really, but like if you really want to, sure. But in the name of Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. So yeah, we just had a really nice day, just the two of us after a weekend apart. And um, yeah, they recorded this Instagram video of like a selfie of them <laughs> And then cheersing a tequila shot with what was song was playing? It was like it was like a it was like mariachi band. mariachi band in the background. <laughs> Just them two on a Sunday uh, night at like six p.m. Also, did I tell you about what he accidentally did last week? No. So, we were on a group chat that day that we went to the Dirty Heads concert with, um, who was on there? Like me. Macy and Troy and a bunch, like maybe like eight or nine people, Mm -hmm. including her mom and dad, because that's who was all going to the concert. And so Jordan, I guess, still hasn't quite, he's probably going to kill me for telling people this, but he hasn't listened listened to it. (laughs) Um, So you know how on your Apple Watch, there's like that feature where you can draw things? I don't have an Apple Watch, but I believe you. So anyway, there's some like, I haven't figured it out yet, because I've had this for less than a week, but... Apparently, there's, like, an app or whatever that you can tap and, like, draw things on or do these little, like, circly things. Like I don't really doodles. know. doodles? Kind of, yeah. And then it'll send a text to people, like, with a live message. Kind of like Kinda on like your iPhone. Do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, the other day, all of a sudden, I get these messages that come through from Jordan. There's, like, four of them. And the first three are just, like, little dots that are, like, moving around him, like, messing around with those little things. And then the last one was him drawing a penis. Shut up, shut up. He sent it to the... And he accidentally sent <laughs> it to the whole group text, including Macy's mom and dad. And I was just like, oh. Also, lol. Like, God. he's like almost 30 and drawing penises Oh, he does still, it all the time. it's hilarious. He thinks it's so funny. And I go, um, babe, I'm going to assume that you didn't mean to send this to the group text. Oh, and my God. everyone was dying like sending all these messages freaking out over it and he was just like oops yeah oops. I, didn't, definitely didn't mean to do that. <laughs> and I asked him about it later I was like you definitely had no clue that was even he's like I didn't even know it was on a text like I was just messing around with it and then all of I was a just sudden, drawing penises on my apple watch then I just see this response Casual. from nine people <laughs> answering anyway that's that incredible just, yeah so that was a happy because I was dying laughing but oh my gosh that's, that's my boo y'all so proud. Um, do you have any announcements that you want to make for this week? Yes, I do. Thank you for the reminder. Yep. <laughs> May, Was that obvious? Yes. May 17th, which is next Friday. Not this Friday, but next Friday. Holy crap. That's so soon. Yeah, that's really soon. Um, we are going to be hosting at Axis Yoga 
a Body Beats and Booch party. So Booch baby. Body Beats is a new class that we launched last week, which is basically a combination of cardio dance and strength training. Basically, it's just moving your body to the beat of music. It's super fun. It's like a party. And then Panacea Brewing will be there as well with kombucha samples um, to enjoy after or before class or whatever. And so that'll be at 6 p.m. Friday, May 17th. It'll just be a regular drop-in rate um, at Access Yoga. So we will be there. Come hang out with us. It's going to be a good time. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, Okay, y'all. We have um, Summer Lambert coming in. Not today when we're actually recording, (laughs) but tomorrow. It'll make sense for them. It'll make sense for you. I didn't really even need to tell you that, but I'm just so transparent. Yes. Um, And she is going to be talking about the Enneagram and just life in general. So we hope you enjoy this interview, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. All right, y'all. We have the Summer Saunders Lambert in the (laughs) house. Saunders is your maiden name? Yeah. Did you always get the... Um, figure it out reference. Yes. Okay. And Just, Olympic athlete. Okay. Wait, what's figure it out? Do you not remember that show? Figure it out. It was Nickelodeon. Oh, 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 oh! Yeah, that's that me. Old. That's me, girl. It's not me. There's also a street when you're exiting yes. Raleigh called S Saunders. Listen, yes. it's South Saunders Street. SSS. Yep. My initials used to be SSS. Summer wow. Styron Saunders. Whoa, meta. Wow. Meta. That is a, an alliteration yeah. if I've ever heard one. I know. And that was quite the intro if I ever heard one. <laughs> I know. Yeah, now you know all right of into that. the tangent. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. All right. Well, we've got Summer Lambert in the... Oh, my gosh, y'all. Summer just pulled my hand away from... <laughs> She's doing it again. ...my mouth. <laughs> I just noticed it sounded muffled, and I just pushed it because I've wow, heard Chelsea do it. Sweet. Yeah, okay, whatever. We have Summer in the house, and... <laughs> You probably know Summer um, from Instagram, (laughs) but let me just tell you a little bit about her. Um, She was one of my first friends in Wilmington. Yeah. Um, Carly Fink and Summer and Liz Brantley and I were in a Bible study on Wednesday or Monday mornings. When was it? It was at night. It was like... It was at night. No, honey. We started meeting in the morning because I was sleeping oh, over yeah. at Carly's house. You're right. You're right. Then it turned to night because we were tired. Yeah. Morning, Bible it study. started really early. Started committed, ended up a little less committed. Yeah. Um, anyway, she was one of my first friends. She's like one of the easiest people to connect with because she is so, um, we'll probably talk about this later on the Enneagram stuff, but she's so enthusiastic. She has so much personality. Um, she's also a professional photographer, just like Chelsea. So you can find her at, what's what's it called again? Summer Lambert Photo. No, the other one that you do weddings with. Oh, The Story Creative. The Story Creative or Summer Lambert Photo. Yeah, kind of confusing. All wedding stuff is at The Story Creative. Anything else is Summer, Summer Lambert, Lambert Photo. Photo. Got and it. I know what's funny too is, you know, how when we first met, we ran, ran into each other at uh-huh. Drift. Uh-huh. That's how we met. Yeah. I was like sitting down editing at Drift, and she looks over and she's like, "Are you Chelsea?" And I was like, "Yes." And it was like, we kind of when we first moved here, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I've seen you on Instagram. You're Catherine's friend, right?" And I don't even remember when that was. She's but, a connector, y'all. And then we just ended up chatting for like 45 minutes, maybe. And I was like, "This chick's so cool." I know. And if you ever have met someone without fear, or you ever have. No. <laughs> if you ever haven't met anyone out fear without fear, you have now because Summer is one of those like off the cuff kind of people who's like will say whatever she's thinking, do whatever she's yeah. feeling, and tell it like it is, and that's what I love so much about her. Um, 
And her she, Instagram stories are Oh my fire. gosh. That's what I was going to get to. Her Instagram stories. <laughs> I told my mom before we were coming over, I was like, she's like, oh, you're recording your podcast? And I said, yeah, we ha- we're having our friend Summer on. So like, you remember that um, Instagram story I showed you with the turkey on Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> she started cracking Tracy up. the like, turkey. Yes. Oh, God bless her. So, good times. <laughs> good times. Do you have your stories on highlight reels? 100. Okay, good. Yeah, Tracy's to. on there. Okay, yeah, good. Y'all want to learn how to brine and bake a turkey that's like 900 pounds? <laughs> Get there. Okay, y'all need to oh, follow her on Instagram. Go ahead and plug your Instagram. Just do it now. Summer Lambert photo. Summer Lambert photo. She's like, I already did this. No, um, no. <laughs> follow her on Instagram because she has a daily story that is just miraculous. So much entertainment. You don't even have no, to watch television no pressure, anymore. Anybody. No pressure. Um, she also has a stray cat in her neighborhood named Morgan the Cat who oh takes up about 85% of her Instagram stories. <laughs> and it's good. It's good. It's good stuff. material. It's good cat content. Here's the deal. I don't know if you guys caught this, but I said this a few weeks ago. I, I photographed for a magazine called Porter's Neck Living Magazine, so shout out to them. And they have a pet corner on their <laughs> on their magazine. Is Morgan wait, in it? Yes, and they go, <laughs> the editor goes, I need another picture for pet corner. Don't you have a cat? And I was like, <laughs> So I, I went and I got my professional camera. I sat Morgan down outside and baited him with treats. Morgan is a he. For a long time we thought she was a she, but she's a he. Very 2019 oh. cat, I know. Very and, 2019. Yes, yes. Um, and now Morgan is going to be in a magazine. Oh my gosh. A stray cat. Rags to riches. You've made more rags to riches. You've made her famous. Oh my gosh. Him. Him. Oh gosh. How do we get our dogs on there though? For real. For real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Our dogs are very cute. Okay. If we ever need a pet, you got it. I mean, just saying. Okay. Um, but on top of all of the things that she does that are amazing, she is also an avid Enneagram lover, studier, researcher, um, and so we know a lot of y'all have been asking us on Instagram through DMs about our Enneagram and if we can do an episode on Enneagrams. Well, we can't because we have no idea. <laughs> what well, we, we uh, <laughs> considered it one time. We considered it, but we, we realized we're not just not educated enough. So Summer, funny story, was listening to our podcast, catching up on our podcast this past, like literally two days ago, and texted <laughs> me and was like, hey, if you ever need someone to... Just no, catch up on the... No, okay, you no. do it. <laughs> I was listening to the podcast, and y'all were ragging on the Enneagram saying, is it even cool anymore? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. And I pulled out my phone to text you, and I said, if you ever want to talk about the Enneagram, let me know. Meaning, if you ever want to talk about the Enneagram. Like, not, as friends for coffee. Yeah, not, hey, come on our podcast <laughs> for the Enneagram. And Catherine was like, want to be on the podcast this week? I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's why I love summer. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so tell us a little bit about what made you fall in love with this particular style of personality test. I mean, would you consider it a personality test? Like, what would you call it? Okay, so anytime I'm asked about what the Enneagram is, first people say, is it the Enneagram? And it's the Enneagram. E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. You can Google it. Yeah. And basically, the worst way to describe it is a personality test, but that's the easiest way to describe it. Okay, thank you. With most personality tests, like Myers-Briggs or Mm -hmm. the ones where you look at your colors or animals or whatever, it's basing you off of the decisions you make, which makes sense, right? So, like, you know, I'm proactive, I'm, you know, energetic, I must be an extrovert or something. Mm -hmm. With the Enneagram, it is actually looking at why you make the decisions you make. So your basic fear, your basic desire. And when you pair it with scripture, which is 
And when you pair anything with scripture, I mean, hello, like you could put grilled cheese in scripture and like, it's going to be the best analogy mm-hmm. ever. It's already good. Right. I'm but on if board. You, right. <laughs> I'm cheese. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, I love cheese. And so anyways, when you pair something as powerful as self-awareness and learning about why you do the things that you do and, and you put the gospel with that, it's transformative. And so that's kind of what happened with me as I was studying it. I was, I was getting language for why I was doing what I was doing. And mm-hmm. then I could stop doing those things that I thought were a pattern that I had to be that way. Because I'm extroverted, I have to act X, Y, Z. Because I am happy, I have to X, Y, Z. And now I'm like, well, no, I don't have to be bound by a box. I can look at that box that people want to put me in and know that I don't have to stay there. But also I know that it's there and that it's okay. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got into it was just studying it kind of through the lens of the gospel and it really helping me understand my heart more. Were there any resources besides obviously like the Bible that helped you connect it to scripture? Yeah, the, the the first place to start is a book, I think it's called The Road Back to You by Ian Morgan Cron and um, Suzanne Stabile. And they Ian also has a podcast. Um, I can tell you guys all that and you can link it um, in the description or whatever. But basically, the, the book starts with the origin of it and then it kind of just takes you through pairing it with maybe the core sin of each Enneagram number. And in the Enneagram, there's nine numbers, nine types, starting from one going up to nine. And they all interact with each other. They all kind of build on each other. And so while you might have a number, I believe everyone has characteristics of all of them. Since we're all created in the image of God, then God has pieces of all of it. He's all of them. And so we kind of play off of each other. So while I might be acting like a type 7 because I'm an enthusiast and I'm doing this, I'm also going to go out of my way to help you because it's been brought to my attention that to be a godly woman, I should, I should be submissive and, and be helpful. And so I'm going right. to do that. And so it's kind of interesting to play mm-hmm. on those things, scripture and Enneagram put together. Cool. So this, yeah, sorry. go ahead. This is, it's, it's not really like a new thing, right? No, like no, this no. has been around oh, for quite some ask, time like, and now it's kind of coming more to the surface and it's like, yeah. quote, trendy. Yeah. So do you know like the history of it or you know, I know it was like 17, 16, 15, 1400s, one of those, like a really? long time ago. Yeah. For real? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking like 1980. No, no, it was developed by, <laughs> I think it was developed, don't at me on this, but I'm pretty sure it was developed by a, a Catholic monk and it really? was based in, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. That's yeah. And so it kind of played on, it started with the, you know, the, you hear the seven deadly sins, but really it played on those. The nine sins and desires. And when I say sin, it just means a way that you don't act like God. Yeah. Yeah. When you're not pursuing what's great. Right. And so um, you can take that however you want it. And so it's just a way to kind of examine your heart and be better. Mm. Right. Be a better version of yourself. Okay. So there's nine types. Nine types. Can you just name the nine types? Yes. Okay. So type one is the reformer. Okay. Also called the perfectionist. Type two is the helper. Type three is the achiever. Type four is the individualist. Type five is the investigator. Type six is the loyalist. Type seven is the um, enthusiast. I would mess up on my own. I was going to say, weren't you? Um, <laughs> type, <laughs> type eight is the challenger. And type nine is the peacemaker. Okay, and how do you find out what you are? So there's a million and one tests out there. Mm-hmm. But I would say before you do a test, the first thing you should do is, is go to the Enneagram Institute.com and just read about your type. Re- read about all the types. Okay. Because 
it's especially if you're taking like you know you guys know when you take a quiz like back to the cheese you know buzzfeed what what type of grilled cheese are you yeah and you're answering questions you're kind of answering based, based off what you want, want. right I just, i'm sorry i just grabbed your boob it's fine love but it based off what you want and what you I do think that. you want to be yeah and so so when you're taking a quote-unquote personality test of course you're going to answer the way you think you should answer yeah and so or the way I, you wish you were right yeah yeah exactly and so really if you read through those types the one that feels the most eh, is probably you yeah because you're like no i don't mm, mm. yeah yeah uh, dang it yeah because like they all have redeeming qualities right like yeah. there's always po- there's positives but there's also you know trouble points and and you know um regression like moments of regression for each type and so when you're reading those and you're like, oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. So, Dang yeah. it. Dang. Okay, so, so read through each one, kind of be ed- become educated on the different types, and then maybe from there, after doing some self-awareness checks, take a test and see yeah. if it matches up. Yeah. Okay. I think it would be hard with that particular test to manipulate it because the questions aren't like, you know – you like to help people. You're a two. You know what I mean? It's not like that cut and dry. It's very, there's very yeah, intensive and, it and it's very like thought provoking. And, um, I, I don't think you would really be able to know what, what goes with what, Yeah. you know, but I did something I did notice as I was taking the test. I did it a couple of times just to see if I yeah. got the same results. And one time it told me like insufficient, um, you know, responses, like, you might, you're probably this, but yeah. it, we can't really say. Really? And, I, and it was, it was a probably of what I was before, so it wasn't that shocking, but I remember reading through and just being like, wow, people don't answer this? Like, it, it is a, it's a huge wake-up call to be like, oh my gosh, we, everybody really is so yeah. different. different. And yeah. like, some, some people might answer the complete opposite of this, and this is baffling to me to yeah. even, yeah. like, consider, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Anyway, I think it's just a good tool for people to it's great. It's a great understand tool. themselves and the people that you around, are around you. Uh, the the people that you interact with the yeah. most, totally. Yeah. Especially if you're like in a relationship, like mm-hmm. married. With oh, a- changed my life. This using the enneagram and how my husband and I communicate. His name's Ryan. You'll probably hear me reference his name a lot. Has it has honestly changed. Like, changed my life. And it sounds so cliche, but y'all, year two, we just celebrated three years yesterday. Woo! Yay, yay! Why did I say that? Why? No. Kids say yeet yeet, and I hate that I just said that. This is my favorite one. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah, like yeah. the yeah. pipeworn. Yeah. Yeah. You've literally never done that in yeah. my life. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> That's not that good, though. It's all right. Thank you. Thank oh, you for it. <laughs> Three years. Oh, Anyways, Ryan's great. I love him. And year two of our marriage was literally asking the hardest questions of each other and just not getting the answers we wanted because we did not have the language for what we were feeling and why we were feeling it. And so as I started studying this and and pairing it with the gospel, it was like, oh, oh, now I have words for why you're saying that or mm. Your heart behind making this decision is completely opposite of mine, but both of our hearts are good. Doesn't mean you're wrong and I'm no, right. It's it just yeah, it's just different, yeah. and that's okay. And I'm like, oh, thank God, you know. So what? Um, what are you? I'm a seven. Tell us about the seven. Okay, seven's the enthusiast, which basically means we love spontaneity, creativity, having fun, parties, all of it, like nonstop. And our biggest fear is of being deprived or being in pain mm. and our biggest desire is to be have our needs taken care of. And so so looking back on that, 
I was like examining, you know, my, my childhood and high school and college thinking, how did I interact as a, as a seven then not knowing it? Mm-hmm. You guys, this year, 2019 is the first year since 2008 that I am not leaving the country for a trip. Wow. So every year of my life since middle of high school, I have been going somewhere, not knowing I was running from pain, but I was, I was absolutely like running for myself and not wanting to deal with, you know, my free time during the summertime. So yeah, I'm gonna go travel. And in my mind, I, w- I didn't know I was doing that. I was gonna say, can you like go back and pinpoint each trip you were trying to avoid? 100%. Wow. Most of it's body image. Mm-hmm. Most of it is, but a lot of You're it- in the right place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> Um, and so this year has been a lot of understanding that and being okay with not escaping and not running away. Not every trip was running away. Like the heart of the trip wasn't to go run, but mm-hmm. right. it was absolutely a symptom of wanting to run mm-hmm. and not knowing that. Mm-hmm. And so like even in high school, I mean, I went to a, a Christian school for 13 years and I mean, I wore my first pair of jeans in college. Whoa. Isn't that cray cray? And so I can remember in high school in 2008 and feeling so trapped by just not understanding my body mm. and not knowing how to dress still through college. I mean, I'm still getting there, y'all. I feel like I'm finally getting to like the middle school stage that most middle schoolers are in. But you know what I mean? Like you, you're, when you're not educated on that, you just feel self-conscious because you yeah. see these people in the quote unquote real world and you're stuck in this Christian bubble and you're like, why do I look like Mary Poppins or like an Amish <laughs> girl? You know what I mean? <laughs> and so like, I can remember being like, I just want to get away from here and just do something else. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, through college, different things like Ryan and I, we dated for five years before we got engaged. And I can remember certain trips were kind of pressure points in our relationship of communication and I was like well I'm going to Australia for five weeks see you see you later and, mm. and so it's like you know we'll talk about that when yeah, we get we'll back yeah we'll talk about that in six weeks yeah. yeah and so um so so uh an unhealthy part of a seven is and I guess we can start with seven and kind of go through yeah mm-hmm. an unhealthy part of a seven is that we often um don't stick to commitments because we're always looking for the next thing we're always planning the next trip and so we don't ever want to sit in the pain of anything. So it's really hard for us sevens most, most of the time to be present fully mm. because while I might be at a dinner party with you, I'm already You're thinking about the I'm next already one, planning brunch tomorrow morning when we're going to talk about how much fun we had then. Uh. And I'm already planning the next weekend where we're going to talk about how great brunch and that was and how that was the best weekend of our lives. And, and it's just a constant planning. What's next. We're great planners, yeah, but executing the plan Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it takes a lot of, a lot of work. And so, um, a lot of times we are very scattered and unorganized, which is absolutely right. sometimes me. So do you have a wing? Oh, so wings. Yeah. Oh, I, I touch on wings. Yeah. So, um, wings in the Enneagram are either the number beside, beside you. So like a seven could be a six wing or an eight wing. A one could be a nine wing or a two wing. I think I have both so I can fly. You know what I'm saying? So like, (laughs) (laughs) I have big wingspan. Um, But truly, I think I operate in both. I I haven't really nailed one down. Depends on what friends I'm around is the Mm -hmm. wing. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Can we go a little bit out of order? Yeah. I have questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what is Ryan? Ryan is a one. Which is the perfect. Yeah, perfectionist reformer. Reformer. Okay. I think I'm pretty sure that's what Michael Michael is. Yes. Um, I remember us talking about this. Okay. And I was like, yeah, God bless being married to a one. Listen, once, <laughs> once, 
ones are the best people. They make everyone better uh-huh. because everything in their brain is black and white. Mm-hmm. They are all about justice. They are all about doing the right thing. Yes. Everything Literally in their Michael. Mind, yes. <laughs> this is Michael. Everything in their mind is a moral dilemma. It doesn't matter. They're, they're the people that root for the underdog. They're the ones. Oh my gosh, that's what he does. Every sports? Yes. Okay. They're the, yeah. They're the ones that um, when faced with a decision of like employment, they're not going to choose the easy job. They're going to choose the job that gives them the most meaning mm-hmm. because that's what's right to them. Mm-hmm. And so this is where Ryan and I get a little cray-cray because everything to him is black and white. Mm-hmm. Everything to me is a rainbow of living color. <laughs> you like a straight-up Taylor yes, Swift song. Yes, yes, I mean, I am a prism, a rainbow, whatever. I am a paint splatter. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me as long as it is the most fun thing and we aren't breaking any laws or rules. Uh-huh. Then I'm down to do it. And yeah. Ryan, no, no. Yeah, he's no. like, uh-huh, honey. Yeah. Like, even getting into cabs... In going on a vacation, we were in Jamaica. Everything was sketching him out because he was like, are they doing the right thing? Are they obeying the law? And I'm like, honey, let's just chill and get to the resort. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, and then he's like freaking out about giving them a tip. Is it the right thing to give them a tip? Is it not? I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. Do we have any ones? No? All right, whatever. <laughs> no tip. No tip. <laughs> so, and so speaking of tips, I don't know if this is a one thing or not, but Ryan tips above and beyond at restaurants because he knows it's mm-hmm. the right thing to do and he wants to do the right thing. I don't not tip well. I just didn't know it was such You're a like big deal. You're like 15 to 20%. Yeah, like yeah. And Ryan's has. like, here's 20 bucks. I'm like, oh, yes, honey. Yes. I think anyone that's ever been a waitress or a waiter yes. understands. Like, after living that for a couple of years, I will always give benefit of the doubt. Unless they're like awful. Yeah, but yeah I'm means. always going to yeah 20 on the dot. Or above and beyond because I know the struggle. You literally don't get paid. No, no. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that. How was I supposed to know that? I've done the same thing my whole life, which is wild. We're going to get in order. We're going to get a rhythm here. But here's the cray-cray thing, okay? I have done the same job, apart from little odd jobs of being a janitor. Fun fact. My first actual job was being the head custodian at my school. I can actually see that. Riding around on the gator. Telling people what to do. I can see this so hard. Too bad Instagram wasn't like oh, a thing. Oh, it would have been epic. Listen, I got my dad's leaf blower to clean the bleachers because I was so fed up with trying to sweep them that I went into the gym with extension cords and leaf blew, blew, blowed, yeah, the the, ble- the bleachers. And then instead of mopping them with a traditional mop, I got Swiffer wet jets because I'm like, duh, this is so much better. That was my job. <laughs> Wait, how old are you? Uh, 15. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Innovative. Yeah. yeah right. Finest. And that's what we're always doing. We're trying to find the fun. Yeah. I'm always trying to find a fun way to do something. So back to the one, Ryan is a one. Michael's a one. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Jordan is? I don't think so. Okay. Well, you might after today. Yeah. I know. Um, the, the one's, um, basic fear is of being corrupt or evil, um, or being defective. And so I think that's a huge thing with one men, mm-hmm. um, because they already feel the pressure of leading a relationship so ones often beat themselves up and they have um, a lot of issues, if they're unhealthy, with resentment um, and impatience. Um, and they, they want to be like morally heroic. They want to be right. They want to strive higher to improve everything. Um, and their basic desire is to be good. Mm. Just to be good and to do what's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a word that describes ones really well is integrity. Mm-hmm. Integrity. Um, and then the, the sin or the struggle that they have is anger. Yeah. Yeah. So how has it been? I guess you kind of already touched on this. Let's go. Let's get to us. Okay. 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 So Chelsea, what are you? Two wing three. So yeah, the helper. 
The helper. The oh, good. Thing, the order. We're in the right order. We're in order. We're in order. One, now we're at two. Funny thing about the helper, and I don't know. I don't know what your uh, range of listeners is. Like what the percentage is of women, women of faith, men, whatever. But mm-hmm. a lot of Christian women mistype as a two because mm-hmm. that's heard this. we're supposed to be. We supposed to be a helper, submissive. I will happily do that, but the core of my heart is to not be a helper. The core mm-hmm. of my heart is to have fun mm-hmm. and to not be left out. Yeah. And so um, I think if you take the test immediately, you might get this and be like, that doesn't sound like me. That's mm-hmm. okay. That's all right. hundred percent. Yeah, you're like definitely right. oh, the helper. And the people yeah. that are twos, they are the best people. Twos, oh. One, set the bar high for like being around them. Twos. Uh-huh literally love you so much and they love you in a way that no one else can and it's like two is the hug i feel like you're a hug yeah you are you seriously are and so most twos like the way they're characterized you're empathetic you're sincere you're warm-hearted um and a lot of times you're putting everyone else above yourself because you want to help them but if you get real deep down into it you feel loved most when other people feel loved by you yes but you could twist it in the wrong way and get your worth from by what other people yeah. say mm-hmm. about you. Mm-hmm. So that is a trouble point for a two is, you know, exhausting yourself to that. Yeah. No, that is like the epitome of my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Where would definitely say that's like. You can take it personally sometimes, like especially in the, in the creative field. Oh. You know, like literally we are what people think of our work right. and our the experience and how literally how we make people feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that can definitely turn around on me like a couple weeks ago when I was having that bad week. I'm like, everyone hates me. Like they didn't like my work. They didn't this. And yeah. Yeah. And it almost broke you because yeah, it felt, it felt like people were attacking your character and your, your identity, but they weren't, they were just attacking one little part of you. Yeah. And so the way that twos love people goes very deep and can sometimes be dangerous if you're unhealthy mm-hmm. because then you you do you rely on everyone else for your own validation and mm-hmm. that ain't where we're supposed to get it mm-hmm. you know so true yeah so you're a two wing three mm-hmm. so what's the three um before we go there the okay. two i just want to say the basic fear is being unwanted or mm-hmm. unworthy of love and um your basic desire is to feel loved and so twos have to be careful with pride that's kind of that struggle for them because you can get so I think everyone can struggle with pride and anger and all the things, but twos generally can get so reliant on others and what others think of them that pride mm-hmm. could be a struggle. So, yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Three's the achiever. Y'all, achievers are lit. Okay. These people chase after goals. That's they, you. Right? And they are like so success driven. I, w- I wish I was a three. I couldn't give a flip. At the end of the day, I have all these ideas. I want to write a book. I want to do a podcast. I want to have a YouTube channel. I want to have a reality show. We're going to have a reality, reality show together. Oh my God. That's my dream. No, it is. Can you imagine? <laughs> you are exactly what I need and I'm what you need. You're exactly show. what oh, I need. I'm, I'm yelling. I'm so sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> the bubble the on bubble. the garage band just got so wide. I saw it. Okay, listen. I've always said I don't have enough drama in my life. For a reality I'm show. dramatic. You're, it's perfect. I am so dramatic. Oh, my. Can I am the most Who do we dramatic. Know? Who do we know? See what I did there? Um, <laughs> well, we, first we have to come up with a premise. That'll be a whole other podcast Okay, another episode, po- Okay, though. that's fine. Threes, threes, achievers. Okay. <laughs> um, they're self-assured, attractive, charming, ambitious, competent, energetic. Um, here's the thing with threes. They are so often chasing success that they, when I think of a three, I think of the word mask. Because they will put themselves in situations and be whoever you need them to be. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, you got Babysitter 3 being the best. She is, I'm saying she can be a he, whatever, hustling for that babysitting money. Mm-hmm. And you are going to be the best whatever to this mom that you can be. And then 3 at work, you are going to be the best that you can be to your boss, teacher's pet situation. Then in friendships, you're going to do whatever your friends need. And so it's almost like 3s, and when they're unhealthy, they wear these masks of who they are. And mm-hmm. you don't get to see mm-hmm. emo- emotional vulnerability from them because they don't want you to see weakness in them. Mm. And so their their fear is um, being worthless and their desire is to feel valuable and worthwhile. So I think what is great about threes is they want to be distinguished and they want to be appreciated and valued, but they have to be careful because if you make success your God, then, right. then what are you, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but... But when healthy, threes are incredible. I mean, you're chasing your dreams. You're pushing everyone to be better. Mm-hmm. You are a role model for people. And so, I mean, threes are, threes set the bar high too. They all do, obviously. Wow. So. Those and are there's, so you. And so, it's pretty accurate, yeah. I think. Yeah. With both, like, strengths and weaknesses. It's yeah. kind of, like, crazy. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to hear weaknesses, but it's also, I think, validating because yeah. then you have language. Yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, that, that makes right. sense. It okay, because I'm always going after this. I'm going right. to eventually yeah. feel like this. I yeah. mean, we're all, we all have weaknesses. Yeah, mm-hmm. RT. Mm-hmm. Retweet. <laughs> Retweet. Ryan, though. for the longest time, thought RT meant right there. <laughs> so I'd be going, like, he'd say stuff. And we volunteer in youth ministry, so I have some lingo that I wish I didn't, you know, because I'm hanging out with teenagers sometimes. And so I would be saying RT, RT, and he'd be like, right there, right there. And I was like, that's wow. funny, but no. I didn't know what HMU meant. I saw that, like, the other day. For, like, oh, three gosh, years. I know. That was, like, a circa Hit me 2003. Up. I had no idea. I was like, how about you? Yeah. No, that doesn't How about HTC? Whoa. Hit the coin. I don't know what HTC means. Do you not remember AIM Away messages? Hit yeah. The, hit the cell. Hit the, Hit the cell. cell. See, I didn't, I didn't have really a cell. have a cell phone when I was on AIM. I was that old. Whoa, how were you? Were you a rich kid? Did you have a cell phone? Well, no, I didn't have a cell phone until I was. Were you a rich kid? Called <laughs> out seventh or eighth grade, maybe. I don't know anything about. I had a cell phone. I'm just kidding. In, I think I got one in high school. Well, that's just well. I guess I did have like, AIM then. Yeah. Okay. Hit the cell. Tangent. Hit the cell. That was the UA message thing. It was like Mine was HTC. Like, Stars. Go to the football game. Hit the cell. HTC. Oh. Yeah. I didn't have a cell for anyone to hit. They just, oh, loser. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> they just had to come find my loud voice wherever I was. The enthusiast. Oh, over there. there. <laughs> I hear her cheering. Okay, what's next? What's okay, next? okay. Four, the individualist. Okay, y'all. Fours are so cool. Fours are really cool. Um, they're, they're really self-aware, self-conscious in a way of like wanting... Fours are obsessed with their identity. So they are really into the creative things. They love beauty. They love creating beauty, but they love surrounding themselves with beauty. And so for them, like anyone you know that is obsessed with knowing who their identity is, what their identity is, they're always searching for their identity that is a four. It's pretty, like they're really, really cool. So they're introspective? They're, yes. And they like, you ever know people who are like down to listen to sad songs all the time? Yeah, that's for because they want (laughs) yeah no not call anybody out they like they really love to feel the things Mm -hmm. and keep feeling the things and a lot of times what they'll do is they will be very introspective in their emotions as a way of self-preservation so that way they don't have to deal with other people and so not all fours are are um what's what's the opposite of extrovert introvert (laughs) not all fours are introverts of course but like 
generally speaking, they are very into them, into like keep to themselves mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. a way of self-preservation because their identity is so important to them. They don't want someone to misspeak about them. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, they're pretty great. Um, I don't know if I can like pick anyone out. That I, I can think of a, a couple in my life mm-hmm. after, well, and they might not even be, but in my mind, yeah. they could be a four. Yeah. yeah. I know a couple maybe. Yeah. And their, their fear is to have no identity or personal significance and their desire is to find true identity. Mm-hmm. Um, so fours are really genuine people. They, um, they're really creative people. Okay. Not just paint or photography or whatever, just the way their brain works. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they struggle with envy because they, they so badly want people to see them some way that mm-hmm. they can be looking at others. And then threes, the achievers, they struggle, struggle with deceit. Like I was saying that mask. So mm-hmm. they might, be deceiving people to get what they want mm. to go back to the three and then to the four. Um, yeah. Fours love transformative experiences like, like ayahuasca. <laughs> yeah. Or yoga, you know, burning man. <laughs> um, and so now I'm thinking of people who might be fours, but I don't know. I, I don't ever want to type anyone cause that you don't ever want to put it. Is on that what them. it's called? Yeah. Typing someone? When you type someone, yeah. Ugh. You don't want to do that. It's like the worst thing to do. Did not type anyone after hearing this. <laughs> Let okay? them find Let out them for themselves. Let them type themselves. And then when they know, then you can say, I know it. Told you so. Told you so. Okay, wait, what's a five? Okay. <laughs> I'm like so intrigued. So the five is the investigator. Fives are a cerebral type. They are very much in their mind. And I I could talk about the Enneagram all day. And there's, you know, there's a lot of different ways these things all interact with each other. But this is just basic overview. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to talk about later, hit me up. HMU. HMU. <laughs> um, I'm going to read a little bit about fives because... HTC. 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 I'd give you my number, but I won't. Um, you can get in my DMs. Their basic fear is being useless, helpless, or incapable. And their basic desire is to be capable and competent. I, because I want to be competent for any fives listening, I'm, I want to read about them because I don't want to mess it up because <laughs> they are so about research and knowing more about things. Fives are always asking why things are the way they are. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that like kid when they're growing up, why? why but why? Right, right. But yeah. why? Yeah. Okay. Um, so they're alert, insightful, curious. They're able to concentrate and focus on developing complex ideas and skills. They're independent. They're innovative. And they're inventive, but they can also become preoccupied with their thoughts and imaginary constructs. So they can be a little cray cray. So mm. like if they get way too in their thoughts and feelings and trying to research stuff, they get a little crazy. Mm. Like think about a feelings. mad scientist. In mm. my feelings, yeah. Drake. Yeah. Yeah. R- yeah. RT. Yeah. Um, and so, so if they are unhealthy, they can be like nihilistic and eccentric and isolate themselves. Mm. Um, but at their best, they're like visionary pioneers. Like they're the people that have researched so much that they present this idea. I don't know what Elon Musk is, mm-hmm. but I feel like he might be that type of person. Yeah. Um, or like a Steve Jobs. I think Steve Jobs is probably an achiever. But um, just the way that they research and present this idea that they have put so much thought into. So a lot of times they're researching scientific things or, or like just the why behind anything mm-hmm. is are these people. So they're. Fives are amazing to me. They're like brilliant. They're brilliant. They're brilliant. They really love competence. Like they want to be able. Like they're not going to small talk basically. Or no, no, no. It's like all or nothing. Yeah. Okay. I've discovered that my dad is a five mm-hmm. and my talking to my parents about the Enneagram is like talking to your parents about social media, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> my, mom, my mom's like, cool. But when I told my mom that my dad's basic fear is to be useless, helpless, or incapable, she started crying. Because my dad recently, in the past few years, was diagnosed with MS. 
And he is like, he is researching the crap out of it. He goes to the gym every day, takes him five hours. He's got his little walker thing and his left leg is like losing its nerve cells, but whatever. He, he's the strongest he's ever been, but he gets so mad when something goes wrong. And my mom Mm. thinks it's something she's doing, Mm. but really it's because he is having those feelings of being incapable. And he feels useless. Wow. So I've told my mom some things that she can be saying to him and the independence she can give him. And she was like, great. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And so that's an example of how this can be used on a total basic level. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, That's so cool. And then you can speak truth of yourself. My dad, the coolest thing about my dad, and I don't know how much people know about MS, but it, it affects your nerves and basically things synapses stop working stop firing in your brain because they've been cut off or whatever and so different parts of your body are affected it's different for every person and i think it does mentally affect you as well Mm -hmm. with my dad he just kind of zones out sometimes but because the deepest part of his heart is scripture because he has researched the bible he has books of the bible memorized wow so he will go to a place of like kind of (laughs) weird evangelical preacher guy where you're like Dad, you've been talking about Romans 8 for 10 minutes and you've cried <laughs> twice. Like, get it together. <laughs> but how sweet is that? That's yeah, precious. Yeah. It is. So he is like the typical five. So, you know, and that is that eccentricity type and like, you know, a little isolated. Like, come on, Dad, let's get you some friends. <laughs> Back to reality. Gym. Come on. Yeah. Friends at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, so fives struggle with, um, with greed of knowledge. A word for that is avarice. I'd never heard that before. It's kind of pretty. I like that word. Of course it would be for a five because they've researched it and know it's the right word. Yeah. So they're great. (laughs) They're great. Yeah. So that's a five. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. That's neat. I like that. I don't know many fives. That's a hard one. And I don't think fives know each other because like they're not getting out there. Whereas I feel like all of us sevens were partying together and all the ones are at the court house like fighting for justice together and like, you know what I mean? All the threes are like starting businesses and achieving their goals. Yeah. And all the twos are helping everybody. Yeah. Okay. Six. That's me. Okay. Six. Okay. Sixes are, I've said this about every type, but sixes are amazing. And I think sixes. Really? Yes. I think that they are kind of nuts. No. Listen. (laughs) I think six can get way too down on themselves. Yeah, okay, so well, that's part of our personality. Right, right. Okay. Six is the loyalist, okay? Which when you hear that, you're like, yeah, I'm loyal. What's up? You know? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right. It means that you are committed and you are a security-oriented type. So a lot of times sixes will struggle with anxiety or fear. Fear is, Breach. you know, your your sin struggle, your, your uh, what do we call it? Your struggle, I guess. Um, and the word that most, like excites you or maybe like makes you feel best is the word support mm-hmm. when you hear that you're like yeah i want that mm. i want support basic fear being without support and guidance basic desire to have security and support which is so great that you're married to a one because mm. what support michael gives i mean oh it's not real it's yeah i i mean I, actually is real and i didn't think it could be right and i need it every second yeah i mean they're crazy but they are also really helpful <laughs> True. Um, I can't wait to figure out what Jordan is so then we can talk all about y'all's interaction. I know. There, this is, so this is what's so funny about this podcast right here. Everything about me is screaming inside because I just want to like laugh and like have fun the whole time. But so much of my heart is very deep into this that, that very few people see this side of me. Mm, I am yeah. such a nerd. Like I, I just want to like know all of it, which I'll talk about with the seven a little bit more in a second. I just, we want everything. 
And so when I learn about the Enneagram, I'm like, I want it all. So how does this play in with my relationships? How does this play in with work? How does this play in with my relationship with my body? How does this play in with my relationship with God? And I'm like, oh, so anyways. That's amazing. Nerding out sixes. Oh, that's the beauty of long content, baby. Yeah. Uh, RT. RT. Enneagram series. Oh, yeah. I want to, we could interview one of each Enneagram, ask them the same questions, see how they answer. Yeah. Okay. Mobile mic, though. But we can't release them until they've all been recorded. Right, 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 right. We'll have a mastermind on this later and, yeah. and figure it out for real. Okay. Look at Chelsea. She's over there making goals. She's achieving. I'm like, I'm nervous. It's not going to work out. Right. So sixes, how freaking funny that you just said that. Yeah. The next thing I was going to say is that sixes can be cautious and indecisive, but also reactive, defiant, and rebellious. Uh-huh. So you were like really pumped about it. And then you're like, oh, I'm cautious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so. Literally you. There's a thing that sixes think they do. And they, they think that they're anxious about everything. But really what they're doing is they're threat forecasting. They're putting out the worst case scenarios. Oh my gosh. You do this for everything, don't you? Everything. But the reason why you're doing it is not because you're anxious. The reason why you're doing it is because you want to protect everyone around you. So it is a way that you love people. You threat forecast everything. You're going to the beach. I'm thinking about the parking. I'm thinking about the cops. I'm thinking about the sharks. I'm thinking about the sun. I'm thinking about the people. I'm thinking about the crazy. I'm thinking about my food going bad because I don't have enough ice in it and I don't want anyone to get sick. You're not being anxious. You're making sure everyone's taken care of and they're loved well. Hmm. So you need to walk in that, girlfriend. Okay. That you are really loving people with the way your mind works and the way you're designed. Okay. I'm telling you. I will. I've always just said I'm anxious, which I, like, am at some... Sure, but you don't need to speak that over yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You are protecting people by the way you think. That's so funny because whenever we have people, we like to, like, host people over here. And I'm, like... Like, when we had the church over for yeah. dinner. There's, like, 15 children here. I was going from, like, room to room, <laughs> like, checking everything and making sure that, like, nothing bad would happen, like, preparing for the worst. And it was, like, a seamless night. Yeah. Yeah, you were chill about it, though. But I, mean, I was, like, were... aware of yeah. what was happening everywhere. That's why. You just want to protect people. Cool. That's good to know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's a way better way of putting it than, yeah. like, I Yeah, feel... just trying to protect y'all. <laughs> Yeah. Me. Yes. Uh, You're protected. What's your wing? So, uh, My wing's seven. seven. So, yeah, that's yeah. why we're so similar. Turn up. Yeah. Turn up. <laughs> For sure she would be a seven, but... I would, thought it was a seven, too, and then I took it, and I was like, oh. Listen, everyone who has fun in life thinks they're a seven at first, which I get it. I get it. It's fun to Not be a seven. Not everyone can be as cool Not as you. Not everyone no, can be no, as fun no, as no, no. It ain't like that. <laughs> Listen, we got some mess. Sevens have some freaking mess. And I think, I think for us, because... Going to the type seven, our you know big, our biggest fear is being in pain or being deprived. Mm. The worst thing we could do <laughs> is talk about our pain. So how are we going to move forward unless we do that? Mm, we right. do the thing we want least. Right. And so that's why this has been so hard and great for me because I'm thinking about things that I would have never thought about. I didn't think about high school body image issue. Like why would I think about that? Mm. But I've had to go back and, and go through it. I'm like, wow, you're crazy. You are nuts. Yeah. Let's work through this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you're nuts. No, but yeah. But yeah. So I good. mean, yeah. yeah. And so it's been really good. And then something else with the Enneagram, and we'll get to the end of seven, kind of wrap that up and then do eight and nine. There's a lot of language behind it about how you become your type. And I am not an expert. I don't have a degree in this. 
I'm hoping one day to become a coach, but we'll see. I don't know. It's one of those things. I want everything. So that's the thing. That's yeah, you can be an Enneagram coach. Yeah, I can go so speak to businesses. I can coach them on how to have better employee relationships. Oh my yeah. gosh, you should do that. I know. I it's all the thing. I want to do it. Um. So, well, I forgot what I was saying. I totally uh, forgot. <laughs> sheet. That is my favorite password. <laughs> Holy sheet. sheet. <laughs> Holy sheet. <laughs> okay, wait. You were talking about. I'm gonna get to eight and nine next, but oh, 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 oh. How Enneagram start, how you how your type right, starts. Right. There's a lot of language behind when when it starts. Like is it is it when you're six? Is it when you're seven? Is it when you're thirteen? And there's a there's a word, there's a phrase that people use that I don't like how it's phrased, but you will see this come up in research. And it's called your childhood wound, which that just sounds like dumb. Like, ew, yeah, what hurt yeah. me. But basically there was a defining pattern in your childhood that brought out a certain part of you that made you your type. For example, overview example of a two, maybe you had, do you have siblings? Mm -hmm. So maybe you had some siblings and a way that you got attention was being really helpful to your mom. And so you would always go above and beyond to help her with dishes or whatever with your, with your brothers and sisters. And you saw that you got recognition and love for that. And so you kept doing it. Like, that's just a basic thing. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about, I mean, it could be serious as abuse or what, or neglect or whatever, but I mean... I am still trying to figure out mine because I'm an only child. And so I'm like, what happened in my childhood that made me want to run from pain? Nothing about my childhood was painful. Mm. Nothing bad's ever, I mean, you know, like. But could it have been like with friendships or at school or. Right. Like Like, it doesn't have to be at home, right? Exactly. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely with friendships. So part of it for me feels like maybe it was because so many people asked me in my early childhood, don't you wish you had siblings? Don't you wish you, you know, weren't alone all the time? And in my head, I'm thinking I'm not alone, but now everyone's telling me that I'm alone and now I'm afraid that I'm missing out on mm-hmm. something. So it's, so you'll see that come up. And so whatever type you are, I mean, just think through and that can help you really research kind of your origin story, if you will, but it's really not necessary. Mm-hmm. Like it's just kind of. I would have to really think about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm still, I think that's all I can think of for me, but it's going to take time. Yeah. The Enneagram is like free therapy with yourself. It really is. I'm just like, I've been thinking a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Digging deep. I've been digging deep over here. Do the work, girl. Doing the work. Do the work. Get it done. Be transformed. Be transformed. (laughs) Okay. So, so to wrap up sevens, basically we love everything and joyful, just all the things. You can literally just Google it and you'll know. Mm-hmm. It's just, I just love it. Eight. Oh, oh, oh. Sevens. Our sin, our struggle mm-hmm. is gluttony. Now listen. Listen, sevens out there. I'm looking at the microphone. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean gluttony with food. It's gluttony because we are always chasing everything. You ask me my favorite color, I cannot tell you because I love them all. Mm-hmm. You ask me my favorite movie, I cannot tell you I love them all. I really genu- I don't like horror movies, but like I could find a redeeming quality maybe. You ask me <laughs> like my favorite style of music, I don't know, I don't like screamo. But That's I'll, what I say. But I like it Anything all. Anything but screamo. I yeah. like it all. You ask me my favorite food, don't freaking ask me my favorite food. How am I supposed to tell you that? Yeah. <laughs> favorite food at what Offended. restaurant? You know? Yeah. I like it all, honey. Yeah. All of it. So, that's gluttony. Y'all, we, we want too many things. Mm. Even relationships. I get, I don't get anxiety because I like to avoid pain, so why would I even think about that <laughs> word? But I, I get the feeling of, ooh, I'm deprived, thinking about how I will not meet every human on this earth. Like, I, the only continent I haven't been to is Antarctica. 
Did, I don't, Which you'll probably go to. Oh, I'm going. Oh, I'm yeah, going. Yeah. But it is killing me that I haven't been there because I want to go to every place. And I wow. haven't been there. Wow, you are like the epitome of a seven. It's a mess. Yeah, that's It's not a mess. So it's awesome. beyond me I, yeah like, chelsea's like i want i don't care about that at all <laughs> i'm like i don't i like to travel but like after a few days i'm like yeah i want to be back in my routine my home my bed i want to smell the dirt i want to eat the food i want to shake the hands i want to wow. photograph the faces i want to touch the leaves oh girl you want to be all up in I it. Be in it i love that that's yeah. amazing i'm not I wish i'm I could more like, like you channel more of that but i it's yeah 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 so the eight the challenge so the eight <laughs> Challenger. Eights get a bad rap, okay? Because they're known as like the cray-crays that are challenging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're very confident and strong and assertive, protectful. Protectful? Protecting? Protecting. Yeah. Um, but they, their basic um, fear is being harmed or controlled by others. And their basic desire is to protect themselves and essentially mm. those they love. Um, and so a word for eights that they rally behind is the word protection. And so everything they're doing is out of self-protection mm. um, and, and protection of those that they love in a strong way. I know some women eights, but I mainly know men that are eights. And I think it's just easier to recognize that in a man. But like because of what we're told by society's standards of whatever. But like eights are so assertive and can sometimes like be aggressive because they're so strong Mm. in the way that they're doing things but they i mean if you need something done an eight will do it like i can think about my eight friends right now and if i needed anything i would call them they um they can sometimes have problems with their tempers you know because they're getting a little too litty about things who says litty why did i say city i say litty city great um i actually just texted my friends home going on a girls trip with this week this summer and i was like it's gonna be litty city up in san diego and oh, no, none of them san responded san diego they didn't respond ego waffles That's san diego san... a whales you know what <laughs> yes thank you okay anchor man um, yeah um i love san diego by the way yeah i'm excited have you been there before i, I was 16 oh. which was almost 15 years ago <clears throat> so yeah that's a stab uh, i'm old yeah i'm trying to think of the song it's not stabbed to the heart. Stabbed to the heart. Stabbed to the heart. And yeah, anyways, we don't need to sing on the podcast. Um, that's the other one. Shot to the heart. Shot. shot. I know. I'm like, what is it? I guess it's Chelsea, stabbed. it's shot. She's like, you little idiot. <laughs> shot to the heart. Anyways, so um, at their best, eights are self-mastering. They use their strength to improve others' lives. They're becoming heroic. They're inspiring. Um, they really, really want to be self-reliant and prove their strength and resist weakness. This makes me, mom, if you're listening, I think you're an eight. Yeah. I think you should take the test. This yeah. sounds like my mom. Yeah. The challenge. Um, yeah. And they're great. Like eights get stuff done. Yeah. The most, oh, yeah, yeah. Some of the most powerful, like when I think of power Enneagrams, I think of threes and eights. Um, as far as like muscle strength, like gonna get it done. And mm-hmm. eights are amazing. Mm. They it's all play on each other. Jordan. I feel like Maybe. he's going to be an eight or nine because so far, like, nothing sounds like him. Hmm. Well, we'll eight wing now. nine, nine wing eight. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and so eights um, struggle with lust. And, you know, that can be just like gluttony, not in just like a sexual way, but like the lust of power. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like probably a lot of politicians are eights or have the tendency. I'm thinking like on a sliding scale here. There's probably a lot of eights that are politicians. Just because of the way they chase after mm-hmm. power, mm-hmm. maybe in a negative way. But thinking of, now, I want you to think about applying all these to scripture. Unbelievable. 
like using the power of the Lord to motivate you as an right. Using the joy of the Lord and like life as a, as a seven. Going after being such a compassionate and loyal friend that you will do anything for your friends and for your loved ones as a six. Like you're looking forward all the time trying to protect them. As a five, I think about my dad and how he's like gone through scripture and has dove in, memorized books, crazy. The four, how they look for beauty, the beauty of the world that God's created. I mean, like it's, it's super God. powerful. It's all God. And God's all of them. That's so God's cool. all of them. All of them. Like when he mad, he an eight. He telling me to get it together. But when he paints a sunset for me, he's a four. I mean, I could go, I could cry about it. I'm not gonna cry. Um, cry. I cry every day. <laughs> I love um, you tell people to cry on this podcast. Cry. She's like, cry. <laughs> I think it's because I don't cry that much. I'm like, Phillies, cry. It's I'm fine. I cry it. almost every episode, so it's yeah. Good. Okay. Well, we can. We'll get there. <laughs> Type nine, the peacemaker. To wrap her up, peacemaker is probably the most self-explanatory one. They really just want peace. Name that movie. Miss Congeniality. Uh, world, um, peace. world peace. World peace. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I so celebrate good. the perfect date every April twenty fifth. Not too hot. Not, not too cold. cold. All oh, you need a light jacket. Oh, like it's okay. It's a jacket. 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 Oh, Awkward. Sweater. Sweater. Mm. sweater is a light jacket. Light jacket. Yeah, Miss Rhode Island. You're right. You're right. You're love right. her. Man, so she good. was funny. Anyways, um, love that movie. <laughs> Okay, just to answer this question, not that you asked, but if someone was going to play me in a movie of my life, <laughs> it would Standard be Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Yes. I can totally see that. 100%. If totally. I meet her one day, I will die. Her and Adele, I'm dead. You know that I, pr- I this is so, y'all. Do you if, pray for Adele? Yes. If I y'all are Oprah. still hanging on and you are still listening to this podcast after all of these words that I've said, <laughs> please pray for Adele. Can you imagine? She's getting divorced. She's, I can't talk about it. This would be the crying point. Can you imagine her singing gospel? Can you? The entire world would come to know Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. But also, can you imagine how Liddy City, this next album, is going to be oh, with all the pain she's gone through? Did you read through? her Instagram post about it? No. She said it's going to be a drum and bass record just to spite you. Oh. <laughs> I thought she was, like, done with music. No, she ain't done. No. Oh, she back. She coming back. Adele is one of, the, one of the artists I would pay hundreds of dollars yes. to sit in a good seat and do a meet and greet. Oh, yeah. If anyone wants to surprise me with anything ever, it is that. Okay. I, can, I will get that done for you. Okay. I'll go anywhere. When her tickets went on sale... Antarctica? I, I mean, if she's playing in Antarctica, <laughs> 100% chance. I'm going to be there, okay? <laughs> but, like, oh, I was looking in Portland. I was going to Dallas. I was going to fly anywhere to go to her tickets. I could go to her concert and get tickets. I could not get tickets. Wow. Dang, yeah. She's but this like, time around, I'm going to... Well, it's because she's the best. She's the best. My cousin saw her and she said she was amazing. I can't imagine. Anyways, so sorry. Peacemaker. So nine. Okay, nines are the best people to have in your life. Just like all these are. But nines mold to who you are. So like my friends that are nines, they're peacemakers. They fully let me be a seven. And they attach themselves to that and like ride on with my energy. Whereas like a challenger is going to be like, cool, I can tolerate you. You're great. But also I'm going to make sure I say what I want to say. And a nine... They, like, they propel you to be the best version of yourself. That's Jordan. Mm-hmm. He's a nine. He's yeah. a nine. He's the peacemaker. They're accepting. They're trusting. They're stable. They're usually creative and optimistic and supportive, but they can also be a little too willing to go along with um, others to keep the peace. So they avoid conflict a lot of times. Um, they want everything to go smoothly, um, but they could sometimes be complacent because they'll simplify their problems into nothing, thinking, I don't need to deal with that. Um 
they're a lot, a lot of times very stubborn. Um, at their best, they are all-embracing and they're able to bring people together and heal conflict. They really want to create harmony in their environment um, and avoid tension and preserve things just as they are. Um, they really want to not disturb the peace. Mm-hmm. And so they, their, their basic fear, this is interesting. A nine's basic fear is of loss and separation. Hmm. And their desire is to have inner stability and peace of mind. And so, like, a lot of my friends that are nines, they are constantly thinking about, like, I don't want to lose my baby or I don't want to lose my husband. And I'm like, I don't think about that one second of the day. Mm. If Ryan died tomorrow, I would be sad. Obviously, I'd be crushed. But then I would, like, go bike backpacking somewhere. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I know where he's going to go when he dies. I know where I'm going when I die. Yeah. So, I ain't thinking about it. Yeah. That's never a thought that crosses my mind. So maybe, like, one thing that they struggle with is similar to, like, the six of, like, overthinking yeah, because of that. Yeah, their big um, struggle is sloth, is is waiting too long to do things. Oh, uh, okay. So, but maybe out of fear or anxiety. Yeah, out of fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jordan. Jordan yeah. and wine? Yeah. Yeah. But don't tell him he's an nine. Let him, you know. Yeah, I'll have him take it if he, if he is willing. But Yeah. So they love the word peace. I mean... And that can be different for any any nine, but anything with stability or, you know, peace is just, they're kind of nature people too sometimes, um, mm-hmm. especially if you live in that type of environment. Right. Mm-hmm. We're not in like a nature city. Obviously we have the beach and stuff, but you can't go hiking every weekend on a new hike here. But I think a lot of nines do recharge in nature because mm. it is so peaceful. This so is just, like, so amazing. The fact that you know all this, like, you have to become a coach. I yeah. Know. I can so see you doing that, too, and being so good at it. Y'all, it's crazy. I love this mess. And and here's the cool thing. I'm going to send you both resources on your how you interact with your own type and your husband's type or your fiance's type. Yeah. It will change. It will change you. Like, marriage counseling, lit. I'm telling you. When you learn about how you as a three, two-wing three interact with him as a nine wing, whatever. Oh, you're going to be like, Oh, okay. Per- personal example here. Y'all, this story is crazy. Do we have enough time? Yeah. yeah, yeah we got all time. Okay. Right. I'm good. Um, let me tell y'all something nuts that happened to me. Okay. Hit me with it. Okay. A few years ago, I put out a Facebook post that said, I'm going to Iceland. Who wants to go? And I got 40 messages at least. And I said, okay, here's the date. Here's the t- tentative price. Five people showed up at the Raleigh-Durham airport, me and four other people. They did not know each other. They only knew me, and we went on a trip. That's incredible. We drove the entire, I almost said continent, country of Iceland. This was before I knew about the Enneagram. And I was so hard on myself this trip. Obviously, it was the best thing ever, and it was great. And we're all still friends, and I'm going to get to that. And everyone formed individual friendships out of it. Talk about trust. But also thinking about me avoiding pain of, well, Wilmington, I don't know if I want to be in this hot freaking place this summer. So I'm going to go to Iceland. (laughs) And um, I really want my friends to be friends. So let me just get anyone together. I was so hard on myself on that trip thinking that people weren't having fun. Because you facilitated it. Because I thought it was all on me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fast forward to this past summer, which an even crazier trip. We did a reunion trip and went to Greece, and we sailed the Greek islands. You know what freaking happened? Oh, I know. I do know. The airlines lost our luggage. We didn't have our luggage for 10 days on a sailboat in the Greek islands. Five ladies, all different shapes, sizes, and oh, all the things. No. How, how is my tail 
going to find a bathing suit and clothes? And how is my friend who is a size two going to find bathing suit and clothes and that, that fit both of us <laughs> on an island, an island of Greece? <laughs> I did things I have never done before. <laughs> Everyone on our boat was a woman, even the skipper, which we don't need to talk too much about it because I could go crazy on it. But because of the Enneagram, I knew what everyone's type was and we were talking about it and communicating about it. So when I was feeling trapped, I said, you guys, I'm feeling trapped and I don't want to deal with this pain. I'm going to go swim and like, I'm not ignoring you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, cool. And my friend who's a five, she needed like time to herself to think. And she's, she was the planner. She's a, um, what's it called when you plan trips? Organizer? No, Travel like it's her job. Yes. <laughs> What's that called? When you plan them trips, yeah, she's a travel agent. I knew she had researched so much of this and was putting the pressure on herself. And she was calling the airlines trying to figure out our luggage. And I felt so bad. And I knew she wasn't mad at me. I knew she was mad because she was being seen as not competent and not able to handle the situation. Mm. And so now I knew about it. I was like, ooh, I got this figured out a little bit. And I feel a lot less pressure on this trip. And we were able to enjoy it because we kind of knew, you know, where we would have conflict and why we would have conflict. And it was not a big deal. That is so cool. Really so cool. it really teaches you how to, like, oh. interact or yes. understand people better. Because yeah. they, just because someone's ignoring you doesn't mean... And not make it about you. Yeah. 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 And you have words for it. You have language for it. The biggest yeah. thing Enneagram has given me is language for why I do what I do. That's incredible. Yeah. So cool. This is so insanely educational. I feel it like was. I just taught a seminar. And I feel informed. I feel blessed. Hashtag, Hashtag blessed. blessed. We really do need to get you back on here, though, so that you can, like, share your story if yeah. you're down with it. Oh, whatever you want to know, I'm down. I know you is. We can talk about Jesus. We can talk about food. We can <laughs> talk about body image. We can talk about Christian school. We can talk uh, We can talk about whatever We can want. have an episode for each one. Yes. Uh, yeah, Basically, whatever. this uh, podcast has changed TV into Heart and Soul and Summer. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, wait. Y'all know why I was named Summer? No. Wait, I feel like I should know this. My mom's name is June. Oh, yeah, 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 My yeah. My dad's yeah. name is July. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Chelsea's face was, I was like, like no, no, he's not. Now his name's Rick. <laughs> Anyways, but my mom wanted Summer all year long. So. Oh, that's precious. Yes. I feel like I have heard that. That's that's good. If you still are named though for your podcast, you're dead to me. No, I am starting a podcast. I told Catherine this. I know. This is the I first will, time I'm saying this publicly. I will listen weekly. Y'all, or whenever you release episodes. But remember, I'm a seven, okay? And I have issues with commitment. So I am figuring it out. But I really need to plan my content a whole season in advance so I actually do it. I will hold you accountable. Yeah. And not with the planning your content a season in advance because we, we literally, literally texted you Monday. <laughs> But I will hold you accountable to getting it started. Well, it's yes. going to be a podcast. It's going to be my podcast, but I think um, my husband and I, Ryan and I, are going to do every other episode together because our relationship is just intriguing to me. Yeah. Yes. Like, what the heck? Yeah, it is really intriguing. So fun. Last night, Michael, he listened to last week's episode yesterday, and he was like, um, so I'm going to be on a mantle? And I was like, <laughs> we talked about this. And he was like, I just feel like I should have my very own episode, considering I'm your husband. And I was, like, Check. I was like, that's a funny sure. joke, but no. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Meanwhile, no. I'm like, that sounds Your fun. Let's episode. do it. Yeah, he's like, I mean, we, he could, we could interview him, but anyways, that made me laugh. He was joking. <laughs> Give the people what they want. I can't wait till we do that. Yeah, that's going to be, gonna be fun. so funny. Okay, so wait. if people want to find you, where can they find you again? 
Okay, Instagrams at Summer Lambert Photo. Facebook, Summer Saunders Lambert. The, however else. LinkedIn. Do you have a website? SummerLambertPhoto.com. I like okay. the consistency. little outdated. Haven't updated it in a while because I can't okay. commit to the images I want on it. Mm, seven. No, so, here's the thing, too, because I'm, I'm doing this right now with the Enneagram. A lot of people get their panties in a wad because they use this as a tool to justify behavior. And I just did that. Mm. I just said, oh, I can't commit. No, this, the Enneagram is supposed to be a tool for you to correct your behavior and to like be awareness. aware of it. Yes. Not a crutch. Not a crutch. So if you have been hating on it, now you know why people hate on it and maybe why you think you're hating on it. If it you really don't know, now tool. you know. If you don't know, now you know. Um, okay, so we have four questions that we ask everyone. Oh, my God. Here we go. uh, the end of every episode. <laughs> okay. So, the first question, what is something that you're binging right now? It doesn't have to be a TV show. Like, just something you're currently obsessed with. Well, everything. <laughs> um, Don't hmm. ask her to decide. Okay, okay, okay. Let me think about it. Let me think. Well, Survivor, y'all. Oh, I'm freaking obsessed with the show Survivor. Have you been obsessed since the beginning? I've I have friends like that. I've watched every single wow. season from the beginning. Wasn't it the mom. very first reality TV show ever? Probably. Pretty much. Oh, Real World was probably first. Never forget season one, Richard Hatch won. He's like first openly gay man I, on television. I watched naked. that season. It was crazy. It was awesome. I watched it in the beginning, but I haven't watched it since. I feel like I would love it because it I'm is very competitive. Nuts. And it is com- It. I bet you, you know what? I'm going to just say this statement. Survivor has aspects of all nine Enneagram types in it. Oh, what? <gasps> Way to pull it really, all together. You could really, like, analyze how people play the game. Oh, I'm, oh. <laughs> She's like, I'm going back Well, I'm going to go back on Survivor. <laughs> I'm rebinging it. I can see you on Survivor. It is a goal of mine. Oh, you have so many goals. I do. How many will I do? I don't know. Probably all of Probably them, one. knowing you. Probably one. Okay, next question. Okay. Would you like to ask? Because you forgot. What, it, um, what is something you, you love about yeah. yourself? Something I love about myself, mm-hmm. hmm. like physically or anything, intellectually, anything. I, I well, the first thing I thought of was my freckles because for so long I thought they were. Y'all are gonna laugh at this. People call them dookie dots. What? Rude little buttholes. Actual buttholes. They're dookie dots. Yeah, they Never are. Said that. But my grandmother, which is one of my favorite people ever, ever. Mm-hmm. I know you get it. Mm-hmm. She told me, and I know this is so cheesy, y'all, but that they are angel kisses. And y'all, when I was little, covered in freckles, I thought I was the shiznit. Aww. Covered in freckles, thinking that God wanted so many angels to take care of me. They're all kissing They're you. They're kissing me, making sure I'm okay. That's Ugh. precious. Yeah, so that's the first thing I thought of. But the second thing I thought of was um, just, I just love people, and I love that I love people. Mm-hmm. And so, because I think a lot of people are, can be scared to communicate. Mm-hmm. I, I, could yeah. talk, I could talk to a brick wall. That's what I love most about you. That's sweet. Yeah. Thank you. If you could tell women one thing, what would it be? <sighs> That's a big question. Mm-hmm. Do you ask these at the end of every single mm-hmm. one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've only caught up recently to a few, so maybe I Whatever. You don't even listen. Whatever. I'm you can kidding. look at it. <laughs> um, um, if I could tell women one thing, I would tell them to love them where they're love themselves where they're at right now mm. and not be comparing themselves to who they used to be or who they want to be because I can look at I look back back at myself in high school and I used to be so hard on myself in high school thinking I'm gonna be this when I'm older and now I'm where I'm at now maybe not where I thought I was gonna be and I was crushing it in high school I was having the best time of my life and I think now about maybe me one day as a mom Mm -hmm. or me one day as I want to be a grandma more than anything 
if I could skip the mom thing, but I know those don't go. <laughs> but like, even just if, even we're only talking about like physical your physical body, like comparing yourself to yourself is the worst. It's the mm-hmm. worst. Wow. And so if you can just love yourself right where you're at right now and just deal with that, the, all the noise of everything else is gonna go away and it's gonna help you succeed where you're at. Amen. Amen. I love that. Is there a fourth Last question? question? Yes, there is. Okay. What's something you're looking forward to in 2019? 2019. Oh, she said it. I um have recently been going to the gym every morning at six. I'm proud. Yeah, of you. girl. And I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I but hate you're it. doing it. But I'm doing it, and I'm just learning about what is good for me, what's bad for me, um, and I'm, I am trying to not compare myself to to who I used to be or who I think I want to be. And so I'm just really looking forward to this year. I'm not going anywhere out of the country yet that I know of. And so, like, just really digging in this summer and being present, Mm. um, which is something I'm not often. I'm always running to the next thing. Um, And whether that's, like, career-wise or, you know, shooting weddings, I'm always thinking about the next wedding. And just, like, really being present here this summer. And my husband's graduating in a couple days from grad school. Thank God. Thank Hallelujah. What you are good. What you are so good that this is over. I'm telling you, having six months of no income from this man, which I don't need his money, but I need his brain. Okay, <laughs> he has been solely devoted to school, and I just need his smart self back in yeah, my life. So I'm do. excited for him to graduate Aww. and for us to be here this summer together. That's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be sweet times. Yeah. If anyone mm-hmm. wants to do anything, holler. She's already thinking about the next thing. I, I'm like, y'all want to go on a boat? Y'all want to go on a trip? <laughs> Anybody want to yeah. go to Antarctica? I don't know. Listen, that's like a $10,000 trip. So we got to save up. Save up. Yeah, I don't know that I have that. If tired, anyone but... does want to go to Antarctica, like for real, for real, like you're actually serious about it, not just kidding, you should hit me up because like I can't go alone and Ryan will kill me if I try and go <laughs> alone or with just and another man. So, oh, I would 100% go alone. I know you would. You totally would. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much this for being so, so spontaneous, you I little know. seven, hey. and coming on this week Anytime. and and educating us about the Enneagram. This yeah. has like been mind blowing to me, yeah. and I can't wait to like dig more into it. And I'm, I'm sure our listeners feel the same way, right? I hope so. Yeah, hope we didn't lose them. No, mm-hmm. they're still here. Um, well, thank you all so much. We love you. Yeah, and love you'll definitely be back on the podcast. So oh, I can't sure. wait. It's gonna be lit. I could just like awesome. fill in here while I'm prepping content for my own. Yeah. Sure, sure, true. If we're ever just, out of town, you can be fill in guest host. Uh, sure, that's not bad because I'm gonna be out of town a few times this summer, and I'm not. So, and I'm not. <laughs> it's me and you, girl. <laughs> All right. Well, we love you all so much. And if you have any questions, please shoot us a DM or email us at heartandsoulpodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a review and subscribe. Leave us a review. Subscribe. Bye. Love you. Bye.